It's the Power Hour LSU podcast. Let's go! Do you believe? I'm always confident, like, regardless of what we're playing. Maybe we can't go to the national championship, but this will be our national championship, Dan. LSU, Georgia. Can we actually do it? That was Makai Gardner, really good corner for LSU. Hopefully, the other corner, Jarek Bernard Converse, who has just been so phenomenal as a transfer, is also available. But, you know, there's all these different stories going into this game versus Georgia. And I think the question that you have to answer is, do you give LSU a shot to beat the Bulldogs. I'm going to give you as good of a breakdown as I possibly can today. And obviously, if you can, drop a five-star review, subscribe, all the good stuff. I really appreciate you. And also, if you're going to the game, hit me up. I'll be in Atlanta. Let's go. Um, Let's start off with the obvious here. That LSU, of course, has a lot of injury questions going into this game versus the Bulldogs. Now, Jarek Bernard Converse, who we've already mentioned, Josh Williams is also somebody else. I feel pretty good about both of them playing, but obviously, Jaden Daniels is the big story, and you know he was seen in a walking boot earlier this week. This, people, is one of the toughest quarterbacks I have ever seen, really. I don't think he's ever missed a game, which is honestly pretty impressive for a quarterback who is known for his running. And, of course, as we brought up in the PHL film study on YouTube, um, both of his injuries happened on plays where he could have thrown the football. So, it's very interesting as you get into this game versus Georgia where Kirby Smart, I, I went and I actually looked and listened to a lecture he gave to quite a few coaches about how to defend mobile quarterbacks and how to quarterback spy and or mirror uh, Jaden Daniels or just any mobile quarterback. I just think, you know, going into this game, there is a piece of me that says, look, Jaden Daniels will not be able to run around on Georgia's defense the same way he's been able to run around versus pretty much every defense we have faced up to this point. Part of it is due to this potential nagging injury, and part of it is also due to Georgia's defense just being very, very, very good. So I'm going to give you a few keys here today, and the first one is just that. Can Jaden Daniels hit the Georgia defense over the top. And just quite honestly, can LSU generate explosive plays? So I'm going to give you a few extra keys here before we get out of here. Plus one big nugget at the end of this podcast that I think would behoove Brian Kelly and Mike Dimbrock going into this matchup. So look, college football is a random sport. You can win in a variety of ways. I just think in order to beat Georgia, you've got to hit your explosive plays, right? So, you know, the most heavily anticipated game of the season was Georgia versus Tennessee in Athens. And Hinton Hooker missed a few open 
easy layup over the top throws that you would normally see him make and their most explosive play was a 28 yard pass to Jalen Hyatt their longest play outside of that was only 17 yards so even against a mighty Tennessee Georgia was really the only team to really crack the Tennessee offensive code this year so that just goes to show you how good Kirby is at scheming things up and how well this unit plays together the thing is on tape Tennessee missed their over-the-top shots that uh, were there they the Hinton Hooker missed three balls over the top that would have drastically changed uh, more than likely the outcome of the game so you know for LSU uh, Jaden Daniels, who has not been a really good deep ball thrower, um, obviously needs to hit a few of these shots. Now, you look at an advanced stat like EPA, Jaden Daniels is second in the country in rush EPA, expected points added. And he is 17th-ish, somewhere around there, I think a little bit lower in the country in pass uh, total pass EPA. But the pass EPA and honestly his EPA per play, is actually higher as a passer than a runner. So what that, you know, I know that was a lot, but what that tells you is even though Jaden's running ability is far better than his throwing ability, and he is truly one of the most fascinating and innovative runners we have ever seen at the quarterback position, the few passes he does hit, even though they're not really explosive, still generate more offense than his runs, if that makes sense. So what that would tell me, not only just on tape, you guys saw the film study versus Texas A&M. If you didn't, Jaden missed a few easy layups over the top. Um, what that tells me is on tape, even if you are the absolute best runner um, as a quarterback, you still need to throw the football because it's just a more productive play. Just look at the yard per pass attempt numbers versus yard per rush attempt numbers. Yard per pass attempt for every team is always going to be higher than their yard per rush attempt outside of a few outliers there. So, you know, for me, Jaden has got to hit a few deep balls to move the football against um, Georgia. Now, I say I'm going to give you a few keys. Here's something that is rather optimistic if you're an LSU fan. You guys know I am a big yard per play junkie. All of Georgia's best defensive efforts, so their five best defensive games on the season, all came in Athens, right? They only had one performance that was bad when it comes to yard per play uh, for their standards, and that was Kent State, so a little bit of an outlier. Um, you look, most of their rougher defensive performances did happen away from Georgia so at a neutral site location or on the road and I think the game that really stood out to me was the Missouri game it was a game where they gave up the most points but they also gave up the most yards per play now 5.5 yard per play is actually still fine as a defense but that was their only one that was over 5.5 if that makes sense they, in other words, were really, really, really good defensively for an average defense. So what did Missouri do, though, to actually force the Georgia defense to have a rough day for their standards? Well, you probably guessed it. They hit explosive plays. They had a run for 28 yards. They had a run for 
63 yards. I feel, I, I believe both of those drives ended in points. And they also had a pass for over 35 yards, one for 36, and a 46-yard completion. Missouri hit explosives, and they also forced turnovers. So, you know, that really gave Missouri a good chance to win the game, and quite frankly, they deserved to win it. They actually missed an open touchdown pass where they had to settle for a field goal. Now, Georgia gritted that one out, but... That is the only game where, you know, you look at the yard per play numbers, um, it was relatively even. You look at the total yard numbers, it was relatively even. And Missouri is an offense that is kind of like ours, right? Um, but, But still, we are better than Missouri's offense, if that makes sense. So, you know, I, I look at that Missouri game, and I just look at what Georgia did uh, versus Alabama in the spot last year in the SEC championship game. Alabama hit big plays, and I think Jaden's going to have to deliver some down the field. Now, maybe with the um, sprained ankle here, he will be more willing to sit back there, uh, or the the banged-up ankle, whatever the case may be. He might be more willing to sit back there and throw the football deep, but We'll see. It's still very difficult to get deep on this Georgia defense. So that is basically my Georgia defensive breakdown. If you want a deeper breakdown on players to watch, players I would attack, go to patreon.com slash LSU football for an even deeper breakdown than what I just shared, including a few film slides. Now we get to, to me, the the tougher portion of this game. And I actually do believe it's the Georgia offense, right? I'm going to make an analogy here that may make sense to you and might not make sense to you, but I feel the gap between the Georgia defense and the LSU defense. I don't know what that was. (laughs) I feel the gap between the Georgia defense and the LSU defense is actually smaller than the gap between the Georgia offense and the LSU offense, right? In other words, Georgia's offense, in fact, has been very underrated. They have been consistently great, right? Um, Now, they haven't put up an unbelievable amount of points, but so far this year, they've only had two games where they have performed under 6.2 yards per play and only one game where they've been under six. Now, they haven't put up the most points. You would have liked to have seen them put more points up and finish more drives, but they also play at a slower pace with their 12 personnel sets, two tight end sets, and they do rotate their running backs quite a bit. So, you know, Georgia's offense has been very effective under Todd Monken. And unlike the um, the Georgia defense, their offense has been – equally great it's been a little bit more of a mixture from their best performances and their worst performances in terms of on the road and neutral side or at home so I really do like this Georgia offense I do like watching them play Um, I do think LSU's defense will come out with a vengeance after a rough performance it's pretty typical in spots like this but what Georgia's going to try to do is, is with their 12 personnel sets, is do what they did versus us. They're going to try and bounce a lot of runs and see and read which way our run fits will actually go. Um, and once again, go to our film breakdown 
on the Texanum game, and you'll get a deeper understanding of that. So, yes, Georgia's offense is really good, and they are led by Stetson Bennett, their quarterback. Is he spectacular? No, but he's very good at everything. He's got a very good arm. He's got very good speed. He's got very good pocket awareness. He's got very good um, turnover instincts. He doesn't put the ball in harm's way too often. He's just really, really, really solid overall as a player. So I am a big Stequivius Stetson Bennett fan for you fade fans out there. If you know what I'm talking about, you're right kind of guy or gal. Huh? 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 So yeah, you know, I, I think Georgia's offense is really, really good and it should be a fun matchup. I do like LSU defense, uh, the LSU defense in the spot though. They're going to be coming out after a rough performance to play as hard as they possibly can. So hopefully, and I mean Hopefully, we see the LSU defense come through in a very big spot, but it's going to be very difficult. So, you know, you look at this situation right now, and you look at this point spread, 17 and a half, and the total sits at 50. So what that tells me is the experts out West view not only Georgia as a three-possession favorite or better but it also views Georgia's defense as one that will shut out an LSU offense, right? They will view the game kind of like what a what what does that up to a thirty-seven to ten uh, kind of game, if you will. That's what they think. Obviously, that's a twenty-seven difference, but they feel that the game would be something like that, twenty-seven to ten, or whatever the case may be. So that tells me something that they do not believe this LSU offense will be able to move the fall uh, far far move the ball on this um, uh, really good Georgia defense. Obviously, special teams is something to keep an eye out for as well. Can LSU special teams put together a complete performance? I am fully believing in Coach Brian Polian. I, I do think there have been some performances this year on special teams that you would like to be better. I don't think anyone would argue to the contrary, but I would like to see Coach Polian with a full roster of 85 players actually get a chance to field a special teams unit next year. And their big special teams ace, Georgia, is Land McConkey. That's uh, a really dangerous returner, and he's obviously one of their best playmakers on offense. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Now, we get to the fun part, the actual prediction. So we already shared the point spread here. I actually do think the LSU defense is going to come out and play really well. I do. Now, Georgia's offense might get A.D. Mitchell back, one of their better receivers, but I, I think the LSU defense will bounce back and play well. I just hope the LSU offense comes out and Jaden actually decides to let it rip if it is indeed Jaden Daniels at the helm, which I think it will be. So obviously, let's just say Jaden can't go. It will be Garrett Nussmeyer. You're going to have to get a lot of quick game going. But honestly, what I think a lot of offenses do that's wrong when they have a backup quarterback in the game um, they, they, they like to run the football. They like to get them settled in. They like to play it safe. When I think, especially with the quarterback like Garrett Dustmeyer, I just think you, you, you need to run everything deep, right? Just keep throwing deep shots. Because, honestly, for everything that we mentioned earlier, 
that's where you could be Georgia. Also, explosive plays can increase variance. If you get my drift there, you don't have to hit as many explosive plays. Uh, you don't have to generate as many successful plays for you to actually win the game and score points. So if Garrett Nussmeyer is actually the guy, I believe LSU just needs to run a lot of deep stuff, max protected, and hope for the best. Now, we get to the actual prediction here. I'm actually going to pick Georgia in this spot. I do think LSU plays really hard and makes it very interesting, but I do think this scoreline will be something along the lines of what we saw a few weeks ago versus Tennessee, right? Um, this Georgia team. I think the final score will be 27 to 13, 27 to 14, something around there. But I do, and it could just be that I'm going, I, I, I do actually have LSU covering the spread. So, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, we like to leave one little extra nugget after you give that five-star review and you subscribe to Power Hour LSU. Don't forget, we have new merch PowerHourLSU.com. So, this one little extra nugget at the end. Um, and once again, if you are going to Atlanta, feel free to hit me up, man. I love meeting viewers and listeners and all that good stuff at PowerHourLSU. So, one thing I, I think that's been very interesting is because it is so important to hit some deep balls on Georgia, one thing LSU has not done a lot of this year is... Flea flickers, end rounds, and different trick plays. I think that's something that the LSU offense needs to deploy. Um, and look, it's something that they haven't really shown a lot of this year. So, you know, if if you want to help generate something, get some early momentum going in this game, go for tricks. Trick plays, trick punts, just give it a shot. Give it a whirl. Have a little less in you. Huh? Huh? Uh, don't go full less, but have a little less in you. Why not? It is Power Hour LSU. Boom. Let's go, Jaden. Let's go. Let's shock the world. And tonight, oh, we're doing pork chops. Let's go.